What was the best guest conversation from 2021? Who was the best guest in 2021? And who all will make a return appearance in 2022? We talk about all that and more on this episode of The Toddcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Toddcast. As always, I'm your host, Todd McManus. And of course, like you heard literally a few seconds ago, asking whether who was the best guest of 2021. And really, that's not for me to to decide. That's all for you to decide. But also, let me go ahead and say this is Happy New Year to all of you celebrating the new year, of course. This episode premiering on January 1st, literally the first day of 2022, going forth into the new year. Going to be a big year for the Toddcast, big year for all of us, hopefully. And I will let you know, let you in on a little, little secrets, a little bit of news, little tidbits, you know what I'm saying, on next week's episode. But let's get to this week's episode. Of course, it's being a busy time. It's a busy time of the year, one of probably the busiest time of year being Christmas and New Year's time. Now, of course, this past week is probably one of the weirdest weeks I consider of the year, which is that weird week in between Christmas and New Year's. Everybody's busy. So why not just have a little relaxing episode of a best of guests in 2021 where we take a look back and we're going to look back at five different guest conversations that I had with different guests in the first half of 2021 of this past year. And we'll just go ahead and get into it. First up, we're going to go ahead and go all the way back to January 2021. So long ago. It was, I mean, it's a a year ago, but it honestly feels like it was, (laughs) it, (laughs) it honestly feels a lot longer than that to me. Um, if it doesn't, it doesn't like, it feels like, man, that was only a year ago. And then man, that was a year ago. (laughs) Like at the same time, it's like, I remember it happening. I can remember every part of like going into the building and talking to all these different people. But then again, it's like, wow, that was already a year ago, huh? So we're going to go all the way back to January, 2021, where I met with the man himself, Mr. Bill Stansberry. And we talked about why he opened the West Monroe branch of Sixcentrics and what it's like to be a business advisor. You opened West Monroe's branch of Sixcentrics business advisors, right? That's right. What led you to go with them and open here? So, as a, um, I call a, a late, kind of a late bloomer CPA, um, I didn't want to go back and try to reinvent the wheel on things. So Sucentrics is a franchise that um, that I bought, bought into so they would help me with my back office work with uh, helping me choose the uh, software that I'll be using. Um, and I don't have, I didn't have to do all that research on my own to get started, and they they would help out with that. Plus the name recognition that's beginning to be around the United States of Sucentrics being a you know a, a very good company to work with. Um, I think all that was was made things that made me decide instead of doing an independent, just opening Bill Stansberry CPA, yeah. I would open Sucentric Business Advisors. 
not only that, but business advisors on the last part of your name. That's really what I like to do. Yeah, just to have that little title right there. Mm -hmm. And since you are a business advisor, what exactly would you say is like a normal day for you? So um, a normal day is very hard to describe (laughs) because... Um, with the with the different clients that I have, I have healthcare clients, I have retail clients, I have uh, mom and pop bakeries. Uh, you, you name it. Every time you sit down with somebody, it's something different. Yeah. Which is which is exciting for me is with one of the reasons why I like the business so well because I just like business. Period. And when I sit down with somebody. I just want to know about their business to start yeah. off with because I just like like small business. I think that's what what makes the world go around. It, without the small businesses, we don't we don't have uh, the employment that we have in, in the United States. We don't have the economy that we have. You cut all the small business guys out. I mean, that's the reason why the PPP loans now because they're trying to keep small businesses afloat because that's what drives the economy. Great conversation with Mr. Bill. Always great to talk with him. He is a one-time guest on the podcast. And who knows? He might make an appearance next year or in the years following. We don't know. You'll just have to stay tuned to find out, I guess. And if you need a business advisor, if you're starting a business or you've been running a business or you have a friend or family member who's in a business and they need some advice, they need a little bit of help, you can just go on, give them a call, or go on to the new... I know uh, they have a new building in Western Row. Go on over to Western Row to Sixcentrics Business Advisors and meet with Mr. Bill. He'll give you all the advice, uh, advice of what to do and what not to do in the business world. <laughs> so go ahead and give him a call, and he'll let you in on what you need to do while running a business. Up next, we have Dr. Valerie Fields. She is the Vice President of Student Affairs at my college, which is ULM. And we talked about how she got into that position and what it felt like being named the Vice President of Student Affairs. And once, was there like a, um, how can I say this, like a trial, like how they had for Dr. Barry? Did they ask you, or was there like different people come in and say, apply for this vice president position that you ended up with? Well, you know, um, that is an interesting question. Um, Dr. Barry came in and said to me that he would like for me to be a part of his team, in which I was very taken aback by that because I was like, oh my goodness, you want me to stay? And he was like, yes. And so I said, um, are you sure? excuse me and he said yes he said I feel that you're doing a great job and I would like for you to continue so with that Todd what actually happened was Dr. Berry went forth to the board the UL system and asked them to forego an interview process and allow him to be able to appoint me to the position and they approved that oh yes and so that's how that happened I must have felt pretty, pretty, pretty good then <laughs> for him to just say, I want Dr. Fields to stay here in this position instead of any kind of trial or anything or interview process like he went through. I know that because that lasted a good while for him. Yes, it was a rigorous process. And once 
you were announced to be the vice president of student affairs, what did it feel like? Like, were you like, did you wake up one morning and were like, I'm now the actual vice president of student affairs now at ULM? Like, did you have that kind of a wow moment or anything like that? It was a wow moment for me because I would have to say that um, sitting in this seat is very important, uh, not just for the administration, but for the students and the community. Of course, when I when it first happened, it did not resonate with me about being the first female vice president. That did not resonate. Yeah. What resonated with me was the fact that I had worked in student affairs before and I was provided the opportunity to come back in the capacity of vice president. Um, you don't always find that where you're, you know, once you have worked at a university and you have the affordability to come back in a higher capacity. And so that alone spoke to me and I had to really think about, okay, how do I frame myself to be able to move through a new with a new administration and make sure that I align my thoughts with the thoughts of the new president and his administration? And so immediately I thought about uh, when I first came in was having those unlimited lenses. And so I have been moving under the concept of unlimited lenses magnifying uh, Warhawk student life. And so that's kind of how I'm framing myself for this first year. Good talk with Dr. Fields. Um, like Mr. Bill, she is in a one-time only guest so far. She might appear on a future episode and you'll just have to stay tuned. Like I, like I said earlier, you have to stay tuned to listen this year and figure out if she's going to be back on again. Up next is Mr. Desh Amilla, and he is actually the first and only international guest on the podcast so far, and there will definitely be more international guests coming in the future. It's very difficult to get that to happen, <laughs> but it will definitely, I can assure, hopefully there will be at least one <laughs> this next year in 2022, but with talking to Mr. Desh, this, report, this recording may sound a bit off at the very beginning part of it. Just remember that I was recording this through my phone, and he I don't know if he was recording it through his phone as well. might have been through his computer, but he was in low... He's, I think he still is located in Australia, so you can understand why it would be a little messed up as it is. But we had a great conversation no matter what, and we talked about what is This Is 42 and why he started that business. So later on, you are currently the founder and CEO of This Is 42, correct? That is correct. Could you explain to me and the viewers out there what exactly is This Is 42, and also tell us why you decided to start that business? So after I saw Thinking, I needed a new adventure and there were certain things I couldn't do with thinking because of the structure of how the company was started and how it was run. I wanted to do more. I wanted to reach outside of this is 42, uh, sorry, outside of Australia and New Zealand. And this is 42 was my solution. 
so this is 42 is sort of like a hybrid company. We have a range of things we do. We are one part a film production company. So we, you know, this is one part why we are, one of the things we are talking about today, hopefully is my next film, which is coming out end of March, 2021, Better Left Unsaid. Um, it is a political yeah. documentary. It's a political thesis about um, the political extremism uh, in the West. Um, so that's one thing we do. We, we you know, we, we, there's another film I produce, I directed and produced um, that came out a couple of years ago called Islam and the Future of Tolerance, which is available on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, and we also produce uh, a number of podcasts. Um, we are... Uh, um, a bit of a, um, uh, a sort of a management agency. We we look after some public intellectuals and all their business dealings. Um, and very soon uh, we will be launching a, a platform uh, to uh, further uh, take some some of these intellectuals' ideas in a way that is uh, entertaining and educational. Um, I'm. I'm with regards to the tech platform, I'm talking in vagaries because it's still, uh, you know, very early stages and we're in beta testing now. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. You know, this is 42 is a little bit of everything, but ultimately it's all grounded in sort of my want uh, and my need to uh, you know, educate uh, as many people as we can. It was a great time talking with Mr. Dashamilla. And also, he was a one-time guest. And also, I want to say one day when, not if, but hopefully one day when I go to Australia, I might have to talk to him again and talk to him in person this time, <laughs> you know, because it was, of course, COVID still raging on. But hopefully one day when I go to Australia, Mr. Dash, if you're listening out there, which I know you are, <laughs> but I'll have to meet you in person one day whenever I come to Australia. Up next is actually a returning guest. This was his second time on the podcast. This is the president of ULM, Dr. Barry. And we talked about what has it felt like for him being the president of ULM at this point of our conversation. The last time I was here was actually in September of 2020. So it's been a good amount of months, which does not feel that long to me. And since you've been here, because that was right around the time that you got elected. That's exactly the right, word. right. Yeah, when, the, we, when we first visited, I had just been appointed to the position of president. So uh, you were one of the first people that that interviewed me. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's been it's been seven or eight months now. Yeah, uh, and that's wild to me and I'm not even you're the one in the position yeah, you know uh, it, it seems uh, like you said it doesn't seem nearly that long yeah uh, so I guess that old saying of time flies when you're having fun is true because yeah. it really feels uh, you know like a, a couple of weeks a month or so uh, but you know every day is different and that makes it fun and exciting and yeah. uh, so time really has flown by and in these past around eight months or so. How has your experience been so far as the president of ULM? You know, it, it's been a, uh, awesome. Um, you know, I had, I had certain expectations of what it might be like, and 
uh, those expectations have been blown away. Yeah. It, it has really been an awesome experience uh, being able to uh, engage more with students, uh, which I was hoping I'd be able to still engage with students, and, and I've been able to do that much more than I anticipated, which is really good. So um, get to go to a lot of events, interact with uh, students on issues, and um, and then as well as faculty and staff. So. Um, trying to get out of this physical office as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said earlier, this was President Dr. Barry's second time being on, and there's no doubt in my mind he will be back on one time this year because I'm going to graduate college this year. I mean, unless I just start bombing everything. But I'm going to graduate college this year in 2022, which is kind of weird to say when you think about it, that we're already in the year that I'm going to graduate college. I mean, it's already been almost four years or three and a half right now that I graduated high school in. So that's kind of weird to think about. But I'll have to talk to him again once I graduate college and just tell him how my college experience was, I guess. <laughs> I don't really know. But it was good to talk to him again, and he'll definitely, I can assure you that he'll definitely be back on this year in 2022. Up next is multiple-time guest and a friend of mine, the director of Chi Alpha at ULM, Tyler Gerfers. We've talked a couple times before. I think this was his third, I want to say. Is either third or fourth time being a guest. And here in this specific episode, we talked about a new building that is being added to the ULM campus called The Hub and how it will affect the students and the surrounding area of ULM. Yep, yep. And so now they're turning that grassy area into a building called The Hub. Uh -huh. So what do you, what's your opinion on them building this hub? Man, I think it's long overdue. I mean, you know, um, for whatever reason, a lot of students back in the day had high hopes that um, uh, Bayou Point, whenever it was being pitched, was going to be more of what the hub is actually going to be, like a true student center. I true, thought that too. Right, yeah. right. No, a lot of people did, you know, but this is going to be the hub and everything from the the restaurants inside to the, to the space to, you know, the the lounge area, you know, because if you think about it, when you look on ULM's campus, uh, outside of Starbucks, the sub right now, which is pretty limited yeah. in the library, there's not a whole lot of places to hang out. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got a couple of tables at Bayou Park, you know, but we don't get a lot of, a lot of traction there, you know? So, uh, I think the hub is going to uh, serve a great purpose. Um, and I think the, the pictures and the, 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 the structures that they have there by the architect i think it looks really good i think it's got huge potential and i think students are going to want to be in there yeah you know because it's going to be more than just a place to eat it's going to be an actual hangout it's going to be an actual place they can go they can study you know they can they can do a lot of things in there probably going to have a lot of activities and a lot of um maybe even some events in there i would think um, but also just, you know, students, especially commuters, they, they have a place they can hang out and get all their needs met there. All their, all their needs met there. I mean, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited, man. Well, it looks cool because it's on University of Louisiana at Monroe's Facebook page. Uh-huh. And, of course, the outside picture, as yeah. we are yeah. both looking at. Yeah. Just called The Hub. Apparently, 
this episode is coming out next Saturday, so it's going to be the day before this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. On June 18th is whenever they're yep. having their groundbreaking yep. for the hub yep. at 10 a.m. Yep. It will be the lot of it will be at the place where it's mm-hmm. supposed to be built, mm-hmm. but they're not. Are they? I think they're supposed to start building it. Yeah, it said soon. From what I understand, it's supposed to be ready by fall of 22. I'm going to be gone by the end. <laughs> I'll be here. <laughs> you know, as of right now, you know, I plan on graduating May of 22, which is right. next year. Wow. So wow. Wow. I'm about to be fresh out of ULM and come back just for the hub, you know. Come on, man. And it says, yes, yeah, set to begin on July 1st is when they're going to build 23,000 plus square foot seating more than 600 people. And it's a two-story building. Oh, see, that's beautiful. It'll have Starbucks, Subway, Flip Kitchen, Bento Sushi, and Chick-fil-A, and a small market with fresh food, fresh food and groceries. See, most people don't even realize this, but when I first got here, we had uh, like a sushi place in the sub. Was it good? No. <laughs> See, that's what I expect out of college sushi. <laughs> I mean, it can be good, you know. But I really believe they're going to hope for people in the community to come through and to go there, too. So they, I'm hoping that, and I don't know for sure, but hoping that they're really going to embrace a strong restaurant feel so that people will, will want to come and eat, you know. And they yeah. want to, you know, it kind of gives some exposure to campus and another reason for people to come through campus. Always a good time to talk with Tyler, and he'll most likely be on. <laughs> I'm saying most likely because it's not a definite, but you have to stay tuned like everybody else. You have to see if he's going to appear again this year in 2022. Great to talk with all of these people that you've just listened to just a bit of their conversation. If you want to listen to the entire episode of either of these people or any episode that came out during the year 2021 you can head over to any podcast provider that you're already on listening to this to or you can go to my youtube channel which is there is a link down in the description of this pot of this podcast episode you can go down there click on it or tap on it it should take you directly to my youtube channel you can subscribe and every episode from the year 2021 is on my youtube but every episode from the year 2020 is only on podcast providers. There is not a single episode that was from 2020 that is on my YouTube channel. I'm sorry, but you're just going to have to go to the podcast providers for those. But pretty much every episode, I think, since episode 53 and to now is on YouTube. So you can... Go listen to all those episodes, these five past conversations that I have. You can go check out those full episodes and check out any episodes they've been on before. And just just listen to every episode. (laughs) That'll solve it all. Just listen to them all and you'll have it all covered at that point. So I want to thank all of those guests that you just heard and thank all of thank thank you to them for being on and hopefully some of them or all of them will be back on one day in the future here in the new year of 2022 and i think that's going to do it for this episode thank all of y'all for listening to this best of episode of course there will be another one probably more than one best of episode coming out throughout the rest of this year in 2022 There will be a few more best of looking back at guests in 2021. There might be one looking at different Jaren conversations. There might be a best of episode just about me, (laughs) about uh, the greatest conversations I've had on an episode of the podcast. That might be a thing in the future. You'll just have to stay tuned to find out, I guess. But as always, please rate and subscribe. And if you're listening on YouTube 
Please like, comment, subscribe, and click that bell to get notified when new videos are uploaded. And follow the Toddcast only on Instagram at the underscore Toddcast underscore for all your updates, pictures, and Toddcast needs. And make sure you tell your friends and your family to give it a listen. And thank all of you once again for listening to this episode. And if you want to know what's going to happen next week, I just get, you just got to tune in to find out. Only on the Toddcast.